Hey guys, how's it going? Welcome back. Episode 12, All In Entrepreneurs Podcast. Episode 12, uh, man, these weeks fly by really quickly. Carlos Reyes, serial entrepreneur out of Phoenix, Arizona, alongside with Alex Sines, 22-year-old real estate entrepreneur here in Phoenix, sunny Arizona. And my name is Sal Shakir. I'm a serial entrepreneur myself as well, and I'm actually a refugee from Iraq. I'm actually a Catholic from Iraq, believe it or not. I like to say that because people don't know that. Um, and today we're going to be talking about what is working in your market. Um, a lot of people ask us what's, what marketing channel, what's working in every market, and the beautiful subject about the beautiful thing about this that every market is different so it's there's a lot to talk about and it's going to be a lot of questions hopefully you guys can interact with that yes 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 so uh this is guys we're going to keep this subject really really short uh not because we don't want to give out too much but because we want to get right to the broth right we want to get right deep into it and again if you're if you've logged on which already 15 people have logged on try to stay logged on we are going to tell you what strategies are working in what market? And I know many of you are from, you know, all across the country in many different markets. Um, I see uh, Oscar Berlanga. I believe he's in Texas. Jimmy uh, Two's out in San Francisco. We're going to talk about that. What works in San Francisco? We're going to talk about, I got uh, Sol Negron. Thank you. How you doing? Um, who else do we got in here? Eric Felix is out in California. We're going to talk a little bit about what works in California, what we've seen, right? So... Again, guys, we're going to talk about, for those of you that are just logging on, we're going to talk about what strategies will work in your market. So let's dive uh, super deep into this, and um, we'll start with, with Alex. Uh, Mr. Alex, what's, uh, what's working for you? First of all, what markets are you in? I'm in Phoenix, Vegas, and uh, uh, the Bay Area, Orange County, um, and Tucson, Arizona. So five markets. Okay. Beautiful. And um, what are, you know, what's, what is... Where are you seeing a good ROI as far as, far as what market are you seeing a high a, a good ROI? Yeah. And and you know if you uh, numerically order them one two three four five and what is working in those markets for you? Okay, so uh, number one is Phoenix. Um, the bread and butter here in Phoenix is PPC. Phoenix is PPC. PPC. Okay. Um, for the longest time, it was cold calling. Okay. Um, it did and then get a little saturated. It super saturated, of, right? Saturated. Yeah. Um, but yeah, PPC. Uh, I mean, cost per deal wise has been uh, our 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 best because when it comes to cold calling, say we're paying you know thirty to forty dollars cost per lead, it might take us a hundred leads to get one deal, right? Versus yeah. PPC, if I'm paying one hundred and fifty cost per conversion, okay, um, and it only takes us you know ten leads, then I'm paying fifteen hundred dollars uh, cost per deal. So when I look at it, when I looked at it that way, um, I immediately expanded PPC in every single market. And um, Vegas is cranking on PPC. Uh, and that, that's not to say cold calling isn't working, um, but PPC by far is the number one in, in, Phoenix, in Phoenix and Vegas. So for okay. the, can you, Phoenix and can Vegas. you explain the two? What is PPC to, to yeah. the viewers that don't know what PPC is? And uh, you kind of flew by what the conversion, the cost per deal. So a lot of people yeah. think cost per lead. Cost per lead. And yeah. they don't really pay attention. And we're going to be talking about KPI soon. But Alex over here, he, because he's been doing it for so long, so he just flew by it. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, <laughs> kind of you might want to break it down a little bit, what you meant by yeah, that. Yeah, okay, so PPC is pay-per-click advertising. So if you go on Google and you search up sell my home or sell my car, you're immediately going to get uh, the top three ads um, on, the, on the, uh, the results page. So you can pay per click to be one of those, um, one of those sites on there. And... Um, as far as uh, the cost, the cost per lead, it's how many? Um, how do I explain this? How, how cost per conversion. Cost so uh, there's when it comes to pay per click, you got cost per, per click, click yeah, which is generally ones. anywhere between 15, 30, 15 to thirty, fifteen to forty dollars. Let's per not click. get too crazy on that. So let's okay. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> Carlos is they're going super. No, no, real quick. Cost per conversion. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Just because ten people go to your website doesn't mean that you get ten leads. Right, so your cost per click may be thirty dollars, and then your cost per conversion is one hundred and twenty. But what I was trying to go over uh, is, uh, let's say some people look at it. I dumped a thousand dollars into this marketing channel, which is PPC or cold calling, and I got ten leads from PPC, and I got a uh, hundred leads from from cold calling. I'm just throwing hypothetical numbers. 
but how many leads did you get to, how many leads did you have to go through to get a deal? And therefore, the cost per lead does not, it doesn't become as relevant, the cost per deal becomes relevant. And that's what, what you kind of. Yeah, if, I mean, yes. So, I mean, if you're getting, you know, 15, $20 cost per lead with cold calling, but it takes you 100, you have to factor in how many leads it takes you 100 leads to get one deal. You have to factor in how many leads. How much money did you spend to get that one deal? How much deal? total money did I spend to get one deal? Yeah, right? absolutely. So I, my biggest advice for those that are doing multiple strategy, mo uh, multiple marketing strategies is, lo is look at your cost per deal. Because just because PPC is $150 cost per conversion, um, that doesn't mean that it's not better. And frankly, it is better. They're, they're definitely hotter. It's, it, they're they're hotter definitely leads. hotter. You, yeah. need, you don't need 100 if you're a good closer, you can close yeah. 10, 15, mm -hmm. one in 10. I would say 10 15. to 12. Yeah. 10 to 12, 10 to 15, you know, so, if, you're, if you're a good closer. And then your cost per deal is like half of a cold call deal. For sure. Yeah. So uh, there you go, guys. Uh, what's working for him is digital pay-per-click. And, you know, this is coming from someone who, who, in my opinion, was ahead of the game when it came to the cold, cold calling yeah. um, strategy. And by the way. Uh, full legal, by our attorney does tell us to say this, full legal disclaimer uh, and disclosure. Uh, before t moving forward with any uh, marketing strategies, make sure that you consult with uh, with, with legal counsel, right? Yep. Okay, so got to say then, that um, for legal purposes. And then, real, I mean, on the PPC side, real quick, uh, there's a lot of variables that play into place. Uh, but, guys, don't get discouraged to not learn the game because once you learn the game, you put yourself in a you know smaller playing pool versus cold calling, you have thousands of people doing it. Everyone. On the PPC side, once you learn it, um, there is a lot of players, but there's way less players versus the cold call game. Yes, and a lot of folks are so threatened by pay-per-click. They're so threatened. Yeah. And you know, they're, they're so, I mean, I know a guy, I think I was watching Alex Sanchez's story, and I don't know if he's doing it organically or not, but I know a few people that actually, you know, they they organically get these leads yeah. on the internet without paying for without pay, without actually doing paying ads without for, paying for ads, yep. you know. So again, it's just about how much time and focus are you going to put into a specific marketing uh, strategy, and that's where you're going to see the return. In your case, first, you were one of the few people in the entire state or in the entire industry that really just honed in on one specific niche. Which was cold calling. Which was cold calling yeah. at that time. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and I feel like that's why you were winning at, at a massive level when it came to that marketing strategy over everybody else because everybody else was doing everything, everything and they weren't honed in and focused on one thing. You know, and, and they weren't consistent because of when you're not honing in on one thing, you don't see the results, so then you kind of scatter everywhere. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, I think when starting off, you, you have to focus on, on that one, two things max and really become a master at it. Yeah. yeah. And, I, and I think a lot of people don't really track what they're doing. So the one month they say, oh, this is doing great, this is that is doing great, but there's no way of really tracking that. I mean, knowing you because you had one marketing channel, was that a challenge for you to actually say, okay, now I need to start yeah. tracking because before – you had one marketing channel. Yeah. Now you're like you're doing. I think every marketing channel. Everything. But by the way, there. thank you guys so much for uh, for all the love, all the love, the you know, the value and selfless service you guys rock. Thank you guys so much. Um, what we want to do with this episode, because we're going to get into, like I said, what's working, what's not working, ringless voicemail, SMS, cold calling, pay-per-click, SEO, direct mail, bandit signs, door knocking. We're going to get into all that. But tell us what market you're in. Drop a city, drop your market, and we'll and, tell you how to go. And, and we're it. and we're and we're gonna quickly give you our best advice based off you know analytics and data that we've seen. So give us some markets and let's start providing some massive, massive value. We said this was gonna be a short episode, but it's gonna be short and sweet. Okay, guys. By the way, real quick, while we wait for the comments to come in, um, if you're looking to check out my site, just go to offerhome.com. And the guys that did it are MagnusDigital.com. I think it's in the comments section. Uh, so go to MagnusDigital.com. They did my website, and uh, and they run everything. So OfferHome.com. Beautiful. Thank you. Um, Shannon Bravo, Las Vegas. Um, I can tell you right now for a fact that pay-per-click is, is really one of our high uh, high ROIs over there, uh, pay-per-click. And if you're not... If you're not uh, willing to go all in on pay-per-click because there's a lot of people that are not at that level yet, it's you know, don't get discouraged. 
Um, you direct mail is doing pretty well in in Las Vegas, to be quite honest with you. And as a third, um, you can you can also do um, you can also do cold calling out there. So um, let's see who Lubbock, Texas. Lubbock, Texas is a smaller. I would consider that a C market. Um, I think cold calling and ringless voicemail would kill out in Lubbock, Texas. Uh, Oscar Berlanga, Memphis, Memphis. Also, um, I truly believe that pay-per-click will do very well there. Yep. I, I also think you can do very well with cold calling still. A, a lot of people are cold calling. I'm not going to lie. You know, they are cold calling. But, you know, have you already explored um, SMS and RVM? You know what I mean? Dallas, in, in Memphis. I don't see how uh, Memphis cost per lead on uh, PPC would be more than like 80 bucks. That's what I'm right. saying. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Brian, uh, again, if you want somebody to run a campaign for you, reach out to Dave. D D A V E at magnusdigital.com. Okay. So, uh, San Bernardino, I know for a fact what's working out there because Chris the Shark's killing out there. And we've we've actually dabbled into the San Bernardino slash in Inland Empire. Yep. Pay-per-click is 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 one, direct mail is two, and cold calling is three in and that same area. Thing with, same 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 thing goes for Anaheim, California. Yeah. Um, someone asked about Dallas, Texas. Guys, believe it or not, in Dallas, Texas. Everything. Uh <laughs> Everything works, but believe it or not, in Arizona, bandit signs does not work or Vegas, but it still works in Dallas. But you got to put a lot. You like do have to put like a lot, but I don't know why it still works, but it still works there. Um, obviously, it's not the best return, but it still yeah. works. Uh, we know some people that still do it. They say if it's not broke, don't fix it. Therefore, they yep. still use it. But believe it or not, uh, RVM does work out there. Cold calling still works out there. Um, we haven't seen a huge PPC. Um, a lot of there's not a lot of big players in in the Texas market doing like high number PPC. Yeah. There's two big companies actually there. Well, then it yeah. must be working for them. But yes. see, but two out of exactly like, not there's there's not a lot <laughs> yeah. of people in that in in that uh, in, in that realm. So, yeah. um, Phoenix, Johnny Sanchez, Phoenix. I'll be quite honest with you. <laughs> Pay per click and direct mail. That's what's working. Mm-hmm. That's what's working. The the days of cold calling. I mean, everyone and their mom is cold calling Phoenix. You burnt it. You killed it, Alex. You guys can blame me. <laughs> Santa Barbara. Still uh, getting deals, though. Santa Barbara, California, uh, Central uh, Central Coast, pay-per-click for sure. Uh, again, a lot of California guys, we're seeing, we're seeing this high ROI in California with pay-per-click, whether you're in the Inland Empire or San Francisco or L.A., you know? Yeah, I tried. Uh, I tried cold calling in uh, the Bay for a while, and we got uh, two, three deals. Cold calling stuff. Oh, it was tough. It takes it forever tough. to get a deal. What about and Detroit? The my for... man DJ. Yeah, my man DJ over here. He said, "What about what Detroit? Up, Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, Atlanta. I know. I know for a fact that my my folks out from uh, my folks uh, Keith and Lenny. They're out there killing in Atlanta, and they're doing some uh, some pay per click, and uh, they're doing some direct mail out there. So in uh, in RVM also, um, short suite. Let's let's see. Uh, hold on. Let's, let's answer DJ. Detroit. Detroit is is uh, it's we're not in that market, but Detroit. I think everything works in Detroit. I think you can many, start. Yeah. I think, but I think you can start with with low um, low cost marketing. Like you can go RVM. You can go yeah. SMS. Uh, by the way, if you're looking to do uh, ringless voicemail and SMS, go to leadblastpro.com. Leadblastpro.com. But again, in somewhere like Detroit, man, I, I think that there's not enough savvy players out there yeah but I, you know what i still i know what you said about uh sms and rvm but i still think call calling gives them that connect like the connection no, no, with call i said calling, call calling in yeah. detroit will work i yeah. i think you should hit call like maybe one caller maybe call call yourself i would DJ. go three i would do three cold callers in uh in detroit I to should. start with to start with if you can. Yeah, yeah, if you can. Obviously, like, if you yeah. have the capacity to do that, yeah, go ahead and do it. it. It's what happens. See, so what happens when when people get one cold caller, they don't see a lot of leads, and they get extremely discouraged. This Detroit. I don't know. I understand. Yeah, it's, it's not like you're cold calling Phoenix. I think when I, – I think, again, it comes down to people get discouraged. Would you rather do one cold caller for three months or three cold callers for one month? Oh, three, one month, all day. Yeah. So three I mean, for us, talk about, yeah. talk about 30, 40. No, but, yeah. on a budget, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what the Yakima market is. Um, Northern Carolina, so North Carolina, I know for a fact, uh, once again, now in North Carolina, uh, you can uh, you can do definitely do cold calling out in North Carolina. We actually know folks out there. And um, cold calling is, is, again, there's so many areas where cold calling is still very powerful. 
right? Yeah. It's still very powerful. It's not. It, it's still somewhat untapped. It's not like Phoenix and Vegas and L.A. and and all these areas where you know people are just they went ham with cold calling. Somewhere like in North Carolina, you know, you can you can do cold calling, you can do ringless voicemail, um, and, and get a return off of that. You know. So. By the way, if you guys talk, so let's talk about Arizona. Some people here from Arizona. Someone said, everyone go home. Alex ruined it for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> so it, in Arizona, Damn. obviously, call calling and mail is kind of a little tougher. Um, maybe, well, call calling is tougher now. Mail is easier now because not everybody's mailing. Mm-hmm. Talk about two years ago or three years ago, mail was the toughest thing to get a deal in here because. Everybody and their mom Everybody was mailing because the gurus teach that. And this is the guru mail, ca- mail, 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 mail. This is the guru capital, right? No. Let's be honest. And the, the the thing is that people like right now, we're, if you're listening to this episode, maybe a year from now, don't don't watch these statistics. We're going to give you the tools or the, the knowledge how to watch your own statistics and numbers, because what works today may not work next month, may not work a year from now. So because the market always fluctuates based on what people head to. Uh, Based what, what Alex does, Carlos and myself, we, we're contrarians. And what that means is if someone is going this direction, we like to go that direction. So that's why we always stay ahead of the curve. So if you're seeing that mail is slowing down for you, then it's okay. Don't cut it. Just slow down on that. And then see what's working for you. And the way to do that is continuously track your leads. You need to track your leads where it's coming from. What uh, and how many leads it took to get that deal, like Alex was saying. So, Alex today, when he sat down right now and said that PPC is working best for him, but cold calling was working best for him a while ago because he knows that he tracks this on daily basis. But he, uh, I'm assuming that you do reports on weekly or monthly. Weekly. You do weekly reports. Yeah. So, he pulls the reports, how many deals he got, how many, and how many leads he got to get that deal, and what marketing channel. Therefore, he knows what's working for him this past week or this current currently today. So in order to do that, you need to track your campaigns. How to do that with CallRail. We use CallRail as a tracking phone number <laughs> to track campaigns. I don't want to get too granular with that, but it's, it, it's as simple as getting a phone number. So if someone calls in from this phone number because that phone number is attached to a certain campaign, therefore you know where the lead is coming from. So it's as simple as that, but tracking can be very, very powerful because you could be dumping thousands of dollars into one channel that you think it might be working or because it worked a year ago, but it's not working today, but you're still thinking it's still working, but you're not tracking anymore. Now you're using every single campaign with that one number. Now guess what happens? Now you're thinking that everything is working for you and you don't know what's not working or what's working. Now it's everything is commingled. Therefore, separating those would help you out. You have to, you have to separate uh, every marketing campaign and you have to track them. Hundred percent, and like track them like it's, like 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 it's 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 your how you track your bank account. Track your campaigns like you track your bank account because ultimately it will lead to your bank account. It's either gonna take away from it or gonna add to it. Yeah. Real quick, uh, Brian, uh, he said, with states going hard trying to eliminate robocalls and text blasts, don't you think it's important to have other marketing so you don't get caught with the bag? And uh, my my answer was yes. Go digital. Like, because this was the, the thought process that I had, um, because it, it is we're in, we're in a window right now where things will get started. You know, they're starting to get cracked for down. sure. And uh, I said, build a brand; it will last forever. Google isn't going anywhere. No, 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 no. Um, real quick, so San Diego, uh, same thing. We've seen a lot of uh, PPC out there. Uh, we've seen a lot of uh, direct mail out there that's working very, very well. Uh, in Maryland, in Maryland, you got a lot of uh, RVM out there that works in Maryland. Believe it or not, um, you got uh, cold calling that still works in Maryland. LA, same thing. Like I said, pay per click, digital out there in LA works very, very well. Hard to hard to get cold calling going out there. Uh, Chicago, um, I would say direct mail and uh, and RVM uh, would really help out in Chicago. By the way, um, Houston. By the way, Houston, uh, we've seen a lot of things work in Houston. We've seen cold calling work in Houston. We've seen pay-per-click uh, work in Houston. We actually closed a $40,000 pay-per-click deal mm-hmm. in Houston, uh, Sugar Sugarland, some, Sugar some, something like that, something Sugar. I don't know. It was a city right outside of Houston. <laughs> so um, anyway, Oscar Berlanga says, what's the best skip tracer? Uh, Needtoskip.com. Look, there's a bunch of – there's skip tracing companies popping out of – We actually just heard about one like literally an hour ago. 
and I, I know their source. I'm not going to disclose their name, but I know their source. And um, <laughs> they're selling. So the the price, the the sale price is a lot cheaper. Well, it's not a lot cheaper. It's cheaper, but they're getting like, and excuse my French, shit data. Yeah. And so people see. Can you explain, Carlos? Because you've said that more than one time, and people like don't seem to understand. Yeah. What so the, the, the hit uh, real rate quick, and the Oscar. Um, when it comes down to you know, we've been through a lot. Like we've been through, you know, we our business didn't start scaling the way it did until we actually had a reliable source of data. Because if you don't have a reliable source of data, then you know your your cold calling is going to be crap. Your direct mail is going to be crap. Your uh, what else can you think of? Everything that you're shooting out there is just going to be crap because you you don't even have the right people you're looking for. You don't have the right you know the right um, homeowner. So a lot of these companies out there that they're popping out of everywhere, by the way. I mean, everyone and their mom owns a company that does skip tracing now. What I will say is this. You have to take a look at results. Are these people doing monster numbers or is it some, so is it some jabroni just trying to sell you data? <laughs> See, I like to look at that. I like to look at credibility. I like to yeah. look at, okay, this guy keeps pushing the skip tracing company on me. Now, let me see what you have going on as far as how is that skip tracing company, what kind of results is that skip tracing company that you're pushing on me providing for your business? What kind of ROI, what kind of numbers are you pushing out every single month? That's what I would look into. I would look, that's the first so, thing I would look into. Oscar said he got shit data last time. From where? I'm not sure, but okay. you know, whatever so he got. The next from. thing I'm gonna say is you have to look at a lot of folks the first thing they look at is hit rate oh my god look i submitted a thousand i got i got 950 back yeah 30 <laughs> percent of those are accurate i don't give a shit if you get 90, 950 out of a thousand if you're if, if only 300 of those are accurate guess what you just wasted a lot of money a lot of time a lot of cost of opportunity I prefer to go, that's, this is why we use need to skip, because what you get back, for the, for the that's not a hit rate, that's a match rate. And, and it has a such much higher match rate than any of these companies out there that are trying to you know push skip, uh, a skip tracing uh, resource on you, but they don't have any data, they don't have any any backing to it. They don't, they're so not, they're not pumping out think hundreds of thousands of dollars in results every single month. Think about it this way. If you're building a house and your foundation, you're like, you're putting foam under that and like just cheap stuff. Now you're building this beautiful house. Guess what happens? Now you spent all this money on this house. Now you have to demo this house and rebuild this foundation. Think about data is that foundation of building a house. Yep. It's literally, it's, it's that important marketing and everything starts with data. Always people talk about marketing, marketing. Marketing starts with data. Yes. And if your data is bad, therefore your marketing is bad, therefore you're gonna lose money, therefore you're not gonna make money. And you're gonna be out of the business pretty quick. Yeah, so some people look at it, uh, you know, yeah, this is, uh, I get it cheaper, I get, but you want results at the end of the day. Yeah. Because you're putting time, money, effort, all, all that into something. So this is just one subject that we're talking about and it, it pisses us off that people just, uh, they're uninformed about it, just like people are not informed about people, credits and but, and these people that come up with these data companies, they're they're just trying to make a dollar. Well, yeah, but then what about the results? So they they would make schemes, they would they would they skew numbers and they would. I've seen like some posts and like posts and videos, and they they would lie about things and make people feel better because that's they market right. And then guess what? Now this person that saved all their money, like they saved a thousand dollars or whatever to, mm -hmm. to use it for marketing. And now they, they have bad data. Now they, they wasted. And I say wasted because that would be a waste of and money. And now they failed. And don't get me wrong, you do it enough, like you throw enough crap on the wall, some will stick, but how much money did you waste? Like out of those, out of those leads, because you got 30% the accuracy. So enough about data, um, real quick. So this guy's uh, JC uh, says I lost my shirt on billboards with California. I, I would have never recommended billboards, even though we've been running billboard campaigns here in Phoenix. Um, you know, I think we've always at least got our money back. But the, I mean, you're you're talking. It's not even it's worth it. It's just to stay relevant. And yeah. Alex, what, branding. Alex made a good yeah branding. That, this is, yeah. Branding means everything, right? It doesn't go anywhere. You go. Um, does McDonald need to brand? Does Pepsi need to brand? Yeah, they do. 
They do you, you think that you don't? Do you, I would think but they, they do. don't, but they do. Why? There's because commercial. they want to stay relevant. Yeah, it, it just subconsciously gets implanted into the back of your mind. So uh, billboards, I would not recommend billboards. No way, no way. Uh, texting service, uh, leadblastpro.com, Oscar. Um, fellas, have you made any adjustments to how you're doing direct mail now versus three years ago? Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're, we're super niche, super niche now. So um, super niche, super selective. We're... And most importantly, Jimmy, we're tracking our numbers. We're tracking every single list. Uh, you know, what list is, is returning? You know, what list is, first of all, what list is providing what response rate and also what return is that list providing? So, again, for those of you who, are, who consider yourself business owners, if you're not tracking your numbers, you're just, you're just, you're marketing blind. Agreed. You're yeah. marketing blind. And unfortunately, people don't understand how important tracking is until they get until they they see it. So, it, it, it's funny. So sometimes the unknown, not knowing, is better to some people. But imagine this: if you knew what works for you and what didn't work for you, and then you look back, you're like, yeah. "Oh my God, did I just lose X amount of money because I didn't do that?" That point will make you change your mind. That point, for I know it did for me. Yeah, I know and, you, for you. and you'll look at certain numbers like, damn, I should have cut this off four, four months ago. Like, and well, you look at loss, cost of opportunity. I should have dumped more money into this marketing strategy. This would have produced me this amount. You start, it, it become, it starts becoming more predictable. Let me, let me explain something. Alex, one of the first podcasts, he said that he was working at a call center and because he missed a phone call, he couldn't answer that call because he was working, he, didn't, he wasn't allowed to have his phone. He walked outside at, at lunch or whatever, Talk to the guy, or I don't know, at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah. Then the guy sold to someone else because he was urgent, and that deal, you said it was projected. 20, 30K. 20 to 30K. That to him was like, okay, uh, the cost of opportunity there is is yeah. you know, pretty significant, so I'm going to quit this job and I focus on this. That was as clear as, as the sun. Imagine that when you track your numbers. Imagine having this kind of feeling when you track your numbers because you go, okay, this worked for me, this did not. There's almost certainty. There you go. And when let me marketing. say this. Yeah, let me say this. And you guys might want to write this down, by the way. Okay? So you got data. You got marketing. But then people are forgetting about that crucial, crucial factor. Who is answering the phone call on that marketing? Right? So you have the right data. And you're, and, you're, and, you're, and you're marketing correctly to what works in your, what, what you assume works is you don't know yet because you don't have enough analytics, you don't have enough data to know what works in your market yet, right? But you have the right data, you think you have the right data, you went to list source, you, you, know, you went to list source, you went to needtoskip.com and skip trace it. Now you're marketing, now you're, now you're, you're, you're taking, you know, you're, you're taking the, uh, the, the, the initial, uh, um, I guess you're just, you're taking the risk, you're saying, you know what, I'm gonna shoot out some marketing. You shoot out some marketing, then the leads start coming in, okay? Now you gotta have the right person, whether it's you, if you consider yourself a closer, or someone that's gonna close these leads. Someone that's not going to waste leads. Someone that it's not gonna take 200 leads to close one deal. You want someone that you know is gonna take anywhere from an average of, I would say, no more than speaking to 30 leads to close a deal, whether it's a combination of pay-per-click, RVM, you know, uh, cold calling, That's direct mail, whatever, right? You want to have that guy. And then, okay, the fourth leg to this is tracking, KPI tracking. I was smiling the whole time he's saying this because the tracking, tracking, tracking. Yes. So there's two types of tracking as you were saying it. There's marketing tracking mm -hmm. and there is your performance, performance, tracking. performance, performance tracking. tracking. And, um, and guys, I mean, if you can build your own systems out there, you can track with spreadsheets if you want. But if you wanted a system out there that's built, it took us four years, four years to I said year, four years to develop. And uh, you can go to Investor Automation. There's some KPI tools over there, or there is a, a system for yeah. investors over there. That's by, by the way, if this information is useful to you right now, give us some love. Yes. Give us some hearts. Give us some loves. Give us some hearts. If this information is useful to you. Guys, real quick, investorautomation.com. Absolutely. And the, the, the system that tracks everything is called Hercules. And that tracks marketing, tracks costs, it tracks employees or team members' performance, tracks everything. And it, it runs as a one-man show or it runs as a company. Beautiful. I'm waiting for the love to come in. They, oh, it's coming. 
Well, we got Alejandro, we got Jimmy, we got Shannon. Uh, okay, so some some of the love, Sonia Race. Okay, thank you. We got Oscar. The love's coming in. The love's coming in. Thank you, guys. Johnny Sanchez, thank you, brother. So I'm gonna repeat that one more time. All right, you gotta have the right data, and that word that where you're whether you're getting it from Rebo Gateway, List Source, Property Radar, wherever you're getting it from, you gotta have the right data. You gotta pull from the right reliable resource. Then you gotta have the right skip tracing company. Need to skip TLO, etc. Um, and then you got to have the right person answering the phone calls, whether it's you, if you consider yourself a closer. Now, you got to be honest with yourself, though, because that's that, that's a big mistake. A lot of a lot of uh, business owners make. No, I can close. I can close. Next thing you know, you know, you've already been down down 100 leads or 100, 100 leads and you haven't closed the deal. Yeah. There's absolutely no excuse for that. So that should raise a red flag. And you say, you know what? Maybe I'm not a closer, and, and that's that's okay if you're not the closer. You're the business owner. Find somebody that's going to close these deals for you that's going to do a much better job than you. There's nothing wrong with that. There's, you shouldn't frown upon that. So data, right? You got to, you got to have the right data from, from ListSource, Rebo Gateway. You got you to gotta skip tracer with the right company, needstoskip.com. Then you market the data, whether well, I don't care what you're doing, cold calling the data, RVMing the data, direct mailing the data, whatever it is you're doing, you got to have the right closer that's going to convert these leads into deals. And then you got to track down every single thing in your business, okay? Whether not only on the marketing side, but on the performance side. Yep. So if you guys want to add to that. Yeah, and I, I kind of want to talk about what you said. It's okay, like if you don't, if you're not a closer, it's okay because a lot of people feel like, oh, this is a, a, a like a degrading or, guys, um, you know, that, that doesn't doesn't mean uh, some someone is not a lawyer. Let's say someone asked me, are you a lawyer? I'm gonna say no, but I have a lawyer under my belt, right? If someone Fifty Cent says that, I think he's like, are you, do you have a lawyer degree or a law degree? He's like, no, but I have them on my payroll. No, yeah. so you know. In a good way that you can utilize this. Now, as a business owner, you're supposed to direct your your business the way you want to direct it by having the right people, by having the right data, marketing, and then obviously core values and everything. But, you know, for us, Carlos and I, Carlos is, is the acquisition and I did disposition because could we have reversed these roles before? Yes, we could. I mean, would you agree, Carlos? Yes, sir. Would we have the same results? No. No. <laughs> but, I mean, you did disposition for a while mm -hmm. and when I took over disposition and then you were doing acquisition, if I took over acquisition, I think our numbers would have went down and there was no ego at that point. Yeah. I mean, if you have a business partner, you can. that's the subject we can relate to, but if you're a one man show or one woman show, you can always hire someone that to do that for you. At the end of the day, it's you're in business to to make money and help other people. Obviously, you know uh, it's it's a win-win situation for the home homeowner, home seller, and then your company. So if you think that your capability is not as someone else's, be honest with yourself and do hire someone else to do to take over that. Or if you're a business partner in that seat and you want to take a different seat, it's not degrading. It's not degrading if you put someone else in acquisition, you take a step back in a different position. So uh, that was we had a lot of pullback from that last time. Well, every time we kind of mentor someone, they like yeah. we switch out their roles, and they like, no, no, I'm the acquisition, I'm, I'm the, you know, I'm the front, I'm the front, and they kind of take defense of that. Yeah, we're we're all stubborn, you know, because we all think we can do so much, right? We're all stubborn in our own ways, you know. How hard is it for someone to hear like, hey, look, man, I may be a little better in this department than you are. I may be a little, I may be a little better, you know, than you in this area than you are. Well, like you said, if there's no ego involved, and 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 the, you know, one of the core principles is to to progress the company, then it shouldn't be a big deal. But there's a lot of folks out there that haven't even made it past the egotistical stage. Yeah, well, okay. it's it, it's growing pains, I guess. <laughs> they'll, Mr. They'll... Alex, no, you guys hit it on on the, on the nail. Anything you want to add? No, I think uh, you have to be honest with yourself and realize, and and. You you no longer close deals. Right? No 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 I don't. No. Although I can I don't because I realize that I'm not. I can be that guy. But you're but I'm more useful. I'm, I'm, somewhere yeah, else. I'm yeah. more useful, and I can bring more revenue to the company by doing other things. Mm -hmm. um, so I mean I'll give you an example um, with Andy. Mm -hmm. um, I I trained him and then he became better than me. Right. right. So when you let go of that ego, you know that that typically happens. With with Jaden, I would say he's better than you now. 
Absolutely. And because he strictly focuses 100% of his energy every single week on Facts. that. Facts. Versus he, when you did it, you, it was maybe 15, 20% because you have to worry about all these other things. But now that you delegated that that uh, that position, people do do become better than you. Absolutely. And it's letting go of that ego. And you know what? It's it's a it's a really good feeling, guys. When you empower someone and they become better than you, when the student becomes better than the master, I used to see that in the movies, right? The grasshopper and whatnot. And <laughs> it's actually, yeah, yeah. It's actually very empowering because you see someone that was right there and now they can teach you something. Now you can learn something from them. And guess what? Your time is free. Your, your time is to actually bring the company money. Like Alex, right now, if you went back to acquisition role, would your company hit the numbers they're hitting right now? No. Why is that? Because other things would, uh, would suffer. Other areas of the business would suffer. And part of that because you, the ego is gone. Yeah. And now you, you start operating from, okay, what's best for the company and the people in the company? Yeah. So for those out there doing specific roles and tasks in their business, you might not be realizing that other areas of the business are suffering because you're maybe flawed in that area. You yeah. Know? Another thing is, you know, again, if you're, you got to ask yourself, am I, you know, am I a business owner or am I just a really, really highly paid employee, right? Because... Again, our guys, and, and don't get me wrong, every single every single moving part in our organization is very, very important. We could not do, our company cannot do what it does without a Adrian Salgado, without a, a Randy, you know, without a Randy, without an Alex, or a, without our CFO, right, with, with, without Brittany. Yeah, we wouldn't even exist without, yeah. at this point, we would not exist without them because, or we wouldn't, we wouldn't be where we are now because... If I'm chasing deals and sales too busy selling the deals, then nothing else is going to get done. Yeah. So at some point, you have to look at yourself and say, okay, when is it time to scale this thing? When is it time to let go of the vine, right? I, uh, I posted yesterday on my Instagram. Oh, it was, elevate it was freaking, to delegate. Really, yeah. I'm like, delegate to ele- like elevate. The more, the, more I, you know, the more experience I have in business, I mean, on a daily basis, the more I realize, like, in order to elevate, you need to delegate. For sure. Like in order, and in, in, I mean, Sal's a master delegator. <laughs> in order to delegate, you have to systemize. There you go. Yeah. So let's take it a do. Let's yeah. take it further. But I, I truly believe if you, if you want to get to the next level, whether in business or you want to systematize a business to get to another business, you have to delegate. And a lot of the, you know, a lot of the delegation comes from being a great leader, letting go of ego, and systematizing. I feel like a lot of folks never actually grow or never um, acquire additional streams mm-hmm. of income. Because they don't know how to let go. Well, they just and, and you just know what? real quick. Just think of that plumber that's been doing that's been plumbing for forty years. Yeah. Right. Why? Like, why did he never add on uh, other plumbers and trucks and and you know you see what I'm saying? Like, why? Right. So you what, see you see that all the time. So, I think people need to hear this. So what's what's the secret then? I've been you there, guys, by the way. That's why I'm smiling because I was like, that guy yeah. that in the car dealership and you were there. I did the, I did the financing. I did the car purchase. I did the repairs. I, I mean, not myself. Like I handled all yeah. that. I did the accounting. I did dealing, answering phones. Doing Fix care, AC. Everything. <laughs> dealing, yeah. I mean, dealing with everything. Yeah. And guess what? At that point, when you're so overwhelmed that by the time you get home at 10 o'clock or 11 o'clock, you can't even think how to improve your business. You're so caught up into the daily operation. Now you're just working in you're your not business. T- you're not looking at the bigger picture. Absolutely not, because you can't. You're so, you're so, your mind is so like foggy at that point that you can't even see what's in front of you. All you see is well, like you, your well, you're like you're like a mule. Every single day you come in and, and you're doing the same things over and over and over, right? And and that's not gonna allow you to to grow and expand. And it's the scariest thing to do, but there's a solution to that. You, you stop everything for at least a week or however that takes. And you know what? Yes, you're gonna, you may lose some money at the beginning. But guess what? You're going to make so much more money. Now you're looking at it from a higher level. Okay, I can do this this way. But if you're running, 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 you can't even see what you've missed. You can't even, you, you, can't, you don't notice the mistakes. But you take a step back, you relax, and now you see everything in one place. Okay, mm. my business consists of this pillar, this pillar, this pillar, this pillar. Maybe I can delegate this. Maybe I can train someone, bring him next to me. But slowly but surely, you need to start systemizing it and delegating it. And part of, I mean, the majority part of that is being a leader, leadership, and empowering other people. 
But the beautiful thing about that is systemizing, which is my favorite thing. Systemizing a business system, uh, systematization is, is kind of like a guideline for your people. Yeah. Now, if you're gone, if your phone is off, you have that guideline, that process is already systemized. So your phone doesn't have to ring and someone asks you a question. So you wanna kind of replicate yourself in a, in a way where technology serves you. Yeah. And that's what it is. Where would you say, because one of my biggest like setbacks on, like when I started, like being a new business owner, was um, feeling like I couldn't give somebody enough work. <laughs> and, and now I know the answer, but yeah. I, I would love for you to answer that. You know why you can't give any, someone enough work? Because you want to hog it all. You want to hold <laughs> on to it all and say, you know what? No one does it better because I do it best. Yeah. That's how you felt. Yeah, I did. Let's I be did, honest. Yeah. And um, again, it's your ego. So you let go of your ego. I let go of my ego. You let go of your ego. And now you can say, it's okay for someone else to do it at 80% capacity. That's fine. I have it frees up. I have a hundred percent. It frees now up hundred percent of your time. That will compensate for yeah. the twenty percent, right? Then obviously you're gonna you're gonna fine tune that fine tune that person. Now they become what you think your hundred percent was. It becomes your hundred ten percent. Just like the example that he gave, that Andy is running at a higher level than you right now. Yeah, for sure. So your hundred percent is now as actually more. It's more, yeah. Yeah. So there's always something to give to someone if you're willing to give to let go. Once you let go, but don't let go with no direction. Let go and be the leader. Let go with belief from the front. This is how I did it. This is how you do it. Okay, now let's let's go back and see how I did it from the beginning. Maybe you can give me your ideas. Empower them. Tell them to bring new ideas to the table. Maybe something you missed because you were doing 10 things at once. Now they're doing that one thing for you, right? Now they might bring ideas to you. So always always be looking out for what better you, can be done to the company you can't scale alone no way you no, cannot no. scale alone and i'm telling you this i remember me and sal were capped out as a as a partnership like we were capped out we didn't start you know we didn't start making we didn't actually we didn't hit six figures until we brought on adrian salgado yeah right correct it, me and you were capping out below that absolutely so then we brought on adrian salgado boom you know okay we started scaling uh, our first six-figure months. Then we brought on Sierra uh, as a cold caller, right? In in-house cold calling at the time, mm -hmm. we started scaling. Then we brought on more acquisition people, and we started scaling. And now, and then we brought on a dispo person, and we started scaling. Then we brought on a transaction coordinator. Remember, me and you used to handle the transactions. Everything, right? It from, was too From measure. A to Z. So imagine like your entire day, every single little deal that the the one. Let's just say you get one deal, and you have to acquire the deal. You have to transact the deal, you know. You have to sell the deal, and you have to keep it together, right? As a one-man show or a two-man show, things will flip. I mean, how many deals can you truly acquire, or what is your bandwidth going to? How is it going to limit you, if if that's what if that's what you're doing every single day and every single month? You're stretching yourself. Are you gonna thing. get thirty deals, forty deals, fifty deals? No, way. no way. No way. No way. So I love two things. Someone said. Ego, Vaughn said, ego, edging, edging got, got out. out. I love that. I've never heard of that. And actually. this is edging beautiful. Got out. I like and someone, Sam asked, how often do you look to scale your business? Sam, you were talking about six months and you're doing this one. You don't look at timeline. You set that. I mean, I can't tell you a timeline because I don't know the capability. I don't know your infrastructure of the company. I don't know what your goals are. All those happen within everybody's. It's kind of like your own vision of your own self or your own company. But if you're, for us, because our vision always is our, we're always seeing ahead, always wanting something better, always something bigger. The goal and, is to grow and, every day. And, uh, growing every day. If, if we're not growing, we're dying. That's the mm -hmm. simple thing. But are we gonna expand before we, we can expand? No. But obviously you can you can watch out for things. If you start seeing more missed calls, then obviously you're missing some some personnel. So now you need to add more personnel. That's, that's growing. Adding another personnel is growing, right? Maybe, okay. Maybe I should invest in a in a in a better uh, phone. That's that's part of growing. Maybe I should invest in a better system. That's part of growing. Maybe my website is outdated. That's part of growing. So, growing is not just one factor of adding one person. Growing is in all aspects. And as a business owner, you need to actually be um, on the lookout for that. Like you need to understand when to expand. And part of expanding, knowing your numbers, is tracking. And we always go back and talking about tracking because once you track. 
you know what you're lacking and you know what you're missing out on. Therefore, you're gonna try to compensate for that. So you're gonna find someone else or you're gonna bring, bring a, 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 find an idea maybe out there and that, all that is part of growing. But most importantly though, and I tell, I tell folks this all the time, even people that we personally mentor, do not get caught up, focus on the task at hand. Do not get caught up with distractions. <sighs> Right, we're sitting here trying to build. If you're if you're sitting there trying to build a multi-million dollar operation, you're trying to scale it. You're trying to hire the right people. You're trying to put the right systems and processes in place, and then you're like, oh, squirrel, right? <laughs> oh, look, crypto, right? Oh, crypto. Oh, e-commerce, right? Shiny object syndrome. It, it's it's you're never going to scale, or you're not going to scale um, in the capacity that you should. If you're just distracted by every single little thing they throw at you, and that happens to a lot of entrepreneurs. Yeah, I think uh, if you're looking to wholesale and you're doing other things, I think you need to let go of the other things because wholesaling, in my opinion, is probably the number one best business for anybody looking to get into entrepreneurship. And I'll give you the perfect example. Uh, Alex, you personally did not start even looking into other income streams until you were systemized until you delegated yeah until, you know what i mean until i could go on a two-week hawaii vacation deals were still closing exactly so and that tells you I mean, at 22 years old you're already starting to systemize and delegate everything um i can only imagine in the next i saw you're hiring you know and i mean we're hiring he's hiring um again if you need to systemize you need to systemize before you even begin to look at another shiny object like a crypto e-commerce or whatever else yeah. is out there I right mean, we, we all fall victim of this right i mean let's be honest we all have felt fell victim for yeah. that but we learned our lesson guys and take it from take it from us take it from someone who's made the mistakes don't fall into the shiny object syndrome until you feel like you mastered it now obviously you're not going to be 100 percent. always there's growing in that business but when you feel like things are moving along like alex is in hawaii closing deals so i think when we travel sometimes with alex alex brings the notary to the to the hotel i've seen that <laughs> yep. a few times right yeah. so at that point okay i can look into other streams of income and um, i'm proud to announce that a couple of days ago we just bought uh, a multi-six figure uh I mean, well, it's a seven-figure seven business, business, but we, we paid. We, we spent, spent a lot of uh, yes, we spent multiple six figures, a few hundred thousand, and uh, to acquire that business. But see, we were and we you're were, already working we're, on systemizing. We're already it. this morning I, before I come here, like literally five minutes before that, I was working on it. We're already working on systemizing that. We're already working on delegating, and we're already like thinking, okay, when we when someone calls, they press one to go to this person, press two to go to that person. Like we're already thinking, how are we going to automate this, systemize it, and make this become a multi seven figure business passive right? income it becomes at that point it becomes passive income to us you know you know what i love that once you master like the same principles and and not just real estate but any business you apply it to every single thing everything it's simple even, everything i mean even your wedding uh, my wedding is systemized guys if you i mean i'm gonna say it's funny i say this but if someone is running a pimping business which i'm gonna you can literally delegate that which is it's bad to say that but like literally anything anything can be delegated, delegated. guys this is delegated and elevated exactly like it's simple you once you know what you're where you're up against now you've mastered your business you're running your business now you understand every single aspect of the business it's easier to do that you can't delegate when you don't understand the business that's simple so um real quick carlson said i decided to hire first okay all right real quick what crm do you guys use uh very very simple we use uh the hercules by investorautomation.com the hercules by investorautomation.com uh, let's see, Brandon, at what point did you two decide to hire your first employee? Uh, honestly, uh, I think we did it like three months after we, um, we started, um, we deal. started closing. Yeah. Three months after we closed our first deal. So thank God, uh, Roderick blessings, South, South of systems. Yeah. South of systems, Shakir. So guys real quick, uh, most importantly, this subject was supposed to be, uh, and it, it, again, it, it, we always, Cole, how you doing? Cole Rudd Johnson, how's it going, brother? So real quick, what marketing strategies are working in your market? We literally just talked for 40 minutes about how to determine what is working in your market. Yeah. And that is by start tracking. You're already spending the money. All right, you're already spending the money. So start tracking your, uh, your uh, every single thing, every single performance indicator, start tracking it. 
Start tracking, like I said, okay, how much money did I spend here? How much did it bring me back? And if you're in multiple markets, how much money did I spend on that market? What marketing channels did I use on that market? How much money did I spend on those marketing channels? What did each marketing channel bring back? What did each market bring back, et cetera, et cetera? You're already spending the money. You might as well do the easier part. The hardest part is to spend the money. The easiest part is to track it. Agreed. Right. So, that's that's all I want to say to close out to yeah. close out uh, my side. So, real quick, uh, guys, if you guys can comment on what you guys would like us to talk about in the next podcast, um, we definitely want to hit subjects that you guys request, and uh, it would be very helpful for the next uh, podcast topics. Yes, please. We want to bring you val as much value as we as we possibly can, and if there's enough people that request one specific subject then that's what we're going to talk about, right? Yeah. So comment, even if uh, if you're watching the replay, just comment down below, whether it's on YouTube or, or the Apple podcast. It's uh, very uh, much appreciated. Okay. All right, well, guys. Guys, that's that's it from my side. That's a wrap. Um, I appreciate every single one of you. Uh, thank you so much, man. Thank you so much for uh, for tuning in. We, we absolutely love you guys, and thank you for the continued support. Thank you for attending Freedom. Once again, Freedom had over 400 people. Yeah. That was a dream come true, right? Yeah, and also, if you miss Freedom and you're looking to get in the wholesaling game, uh, we just completed our newest freaking amazing course, and uh, that's you can go to allinwholesaling.com. And check that out. Allinwholesaling.com. Allinwholesaling.com. It's the best. I'm, I'm going to say this, and I say this with confidence, by the way. It's the best course out there right now. So I say that with confidence. And, again, I've seen a lot of, I've seen a lot of uh, courses out there. I've seen a lot of courses. A lot of them now are, are pretty much outdated. This course is literally no less than a month old. So Yeah, if you follow what's in there, you will get results. If you follow what's in there, I know for a fact Back, you'll get to get six results. figures for sure. For sure. For sure. Your first year, you'll get to six figures. Yeah. And if you're if you're a go-getter and you stay consistent and you you block out all the noises and distractions, you might hit seven figures that first year. Boom. So all in wholesaling.com uh, to to get a course. Um, and that's it for that's, that's it. it for me that's on our side. Thank you guys, Sal. Thank you guys uh, for tuning in, and we we always appreciate you the loves, the hearts, and the comments. Thank you for being engaged, and we appreciate. See you, you guys, guys next week. By the way, please share this with as many people or as many group as you as many groups as you can. If you value, because this is free, we don't charge anything for this, and there's no membership yeah. fee. If you really value what we're doing here, share it with as many people as you can. Um, that that is the only favor that we ask on in return. Yes. All right, guys. See you guys next week. Tune in next Wednesday at 12 o'clock MST. And uh, peace. See you later, guys.